another episode of And She Shall Be Called Woman. I am your host for this morning, Rev K, and I am so excited for us to be back together for another word from the Lord. Just a few announcements before we get started. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Official Rev K. It's my Instagram name, Official Rev K. And then we do have the Women's Summer Revival, which will be held by Lilac Women's Ministry, the pastor, Pastor Soraya C. Green. This will be held on June 30th at New Corinth Christian Church. The time is 12.30 p.m. So if you're in the Las Vegas area, join us at the Women's Day Summer Revival. New Corinth is also having their first church pastor anniversary. Their theme is Walk by Faith, and that's going to be Sunday, July 7th at 3 o'clock p.m. And then the Anointed Radio is having their summer party, July 28th, 6 p.m. at Rancho High School. Make sure you check out LV Anointed Radio on Instagram to get more details and more information. They're looking for sponsors, so please tune in. Check out Pastor Jay and the Anointed Radio Network, and that will conclude our announcements for this morning. Thank you for tuning in. Amen. So we are going to get right to our lesson this morning. And let me just say, last week, it was just so amazing. God is just a wonderful, wonderful father to us. So the day before Father's Day, we heard the word last week told us to press women. We talked about the woman with the issue of blood, how she made her way through the crowd and was able to press just to get to the hem of his garden, his garment, <clears throat> speaking to herself saying, if I, then I will. And she was made whole. And so I pray to God that you pressed your way through this week. I know me, myself, <clears throat> excuse me, have <clears throat> have many obstacles throughout the week. The devil has been busy, but I just was reminded of the word that God gave us on Saturday, and I was so thankful that he taught us to press, and I pressed my way. Remember, press means slow or continued application of force, so you have to continue in that pressing day after day, week after week, hour after hour, sometimes minute after minute. You just have to press your way through, knowing that when you're in the presence of God, that he will change your situation. So let us just go to God in prayer for this morning's word. God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, that you were with us on last week, Lord, and we trust that you will show up today in the name of Jesus. I thank you for every listener that is tuning in, Lord God, those that are tuning in for the first time, Lord, those that have been here every week with us, I thank you for them, Lord God. And we ask right now in the name of Jesus that you would show up, God, that you would speak to us. Give us a word from on high. Tell us what we need to know, what we need to do. Give us instructions. Make it clear and make it plain, Lord God, that we will know after this episode that we have truly heard the voice of the Lord. God, decrease me and you increase, Lord God. Be so mindful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory that is due to you. In Jesus' name, amen. So our lesson this morning is going to come from the book of Luke. The book of Luke. We're going to start reading at the first chapter, verse number 26. And I'm going to be reading from the ESV Bible, which is the English Standard Version. So it may read different than your Bibles at home or your Bible app. If you pull it up in the ESV then you would read um, the same translation. So once again, our scripture for this hour is coming from the book of Luke, chapter 1, starting at the 26th verse, and we're going to read down to the 38th verse. Amen? 
And so this is how it reads. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be since I am a virgin. And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month, which her who was called bearing, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Today's message is titled, Push. Last week, we dealt with praise, press, and this week, we're dealing with push, push. I've heard the saying when, when you see those acronyms, push is pray until something happens. But for today, it's going to be praise until something happens. So we're going to learn how to push, how to praise until something happens. Push means a vigorous effort to do or to obtain something. Push means to move forward. It means to activate or to bear down. When we look at the word push, we know that there has to be some sort of force from the inside Pushing something from within you out of you. Amen. And so we see the story where the angel of the Lord visits Mary. And he begins to tell her that she will be pregnant with Jesus. Mary's response is that how will this be because I'm a virgin? She's just letting him know. I, I've not married Joseph yet. I haven't been intimate, we'll put it that way, with Joseph. Marriage back then was known not as the wedding, but as the relationship. So she was saying, how would this be for I'm still a virgin? How could I be pregnant? How will I get pregnant? And he began to show her that it will come through the Holy Spirit. Women of God, God is saying to us this morning, that there are some of you that are trying to figure out how will you do what you know that you have heard the Lord speak to you. You have heard it coming either from a man of God or a woman of God or someone that you know of God. How would it be that you will do what you have been called to do? You've never done it before. How is it that I'm going to preach? I've never preached before, but I hear the Lord calling me into the office of a preacher. How am I going to lead worship? I've never led worship before. How can I lead worship and I've never been taught? How is it that I'm going to 
sing a solo when my pastor asked me or the minister of music asked me to lead a solo and I've never led a solo in front of the church or in front of a congregation before. This is something new to me. I've never done it before. How am I going to be able to do this? How? How will this happen for me? When you begin to think about the questions that Mary had and you think about the questions that we've asked God, how am I going to do this, Lord? Because I've never done it before. As a matter of fact, how am I going to be a wife? I've never been a wife before. I've never been married. How will I know how to be a good wife? How will I know how to be a patient wife? How will I do this, Lord? I've never done it before. How, God? We begin to ask God, as Mary has asked God, this question, how? Because she is letting the angel of God know that I'm a virgin. I've never been with anyone. I've never been with the husband that I'm promised to. I've never been with him in that way. How is it that I will give birth to a son when I have not known a man? Hallelujah, Jesus. How, God? How? And he begins to tell her how. It's going to be the Holy Spirit that will overshadow you. It's going to be the Holy Spirit that will gift you with this child. It's going to be done through the Holy Spirit. So in the same answer that Gabriel gave, we give that same answer today. Remember, the Bible teaches us that there's nothing new under the sun. Hallelujah. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So we have to understand the same way that Mary was able to conceive and to carry, hallelujah, and to commit to this child is the same way that we will conceive and that we will carry the things that God has placed inside of us, the things that we have never done before, the places we have never been, how to do it because the Holy Spirit, you can only do these things by the Spirit of God. We can't teach, we can't preach, we can't sing, we can't move, we can't praise unless God gives us the Holy Spirit that will give us that gift of praise, that will give us that gift to preach, that will be there. And it's it's not even us. Last night I was having, and I went on my Facebook Live this morning just to attest, last night I was having a moment because I hadn't heard God on the word yet. And I began to get a little bit nervous or anxious, if you will. I began to get anxious because I kept saying, Lord, I haven't heard you give me a word for Saturday. I've heard you speak. Ha, glory to your name. I've heard God speak through the week and he's given me instructions and directions on other things, but he hadn't given me the word for today. And so I asked him last night, I said, Lord, are we even going tomorrow? Glory to God. Are we even going to the radio station or was last week's message press? Was that it? Have I pressed my way through and, and now we're on to something else? Lord, are we going tomorrow? And I began to ponder on that question to God because I needed God to show up. Glory to your name. I knew that I hadn't had a word from him. I knew that he hadn't spoken what the lesson was going to be today. But I asked him, I said, Lord, are we even going tomorrow? And I had to wait for the Lord. I had to wait for him because I knew, I know as a child of God, I know as a woman of God, that if God doesn't do it, I can't go. I can't stand. I can't speak. I can't teach. If I don't wait for my help to come, there's no reason for me to show up. There's no reason for me to stand up. There's no reason for me to get up. If God don't do it, then it can't be done. And so I knew that when I laid my head down last night, and I'm just giving you a testimony of what happened to me on yesterday. And so at four o'clock this morning, when I woke up, my eyes popped wide open and I looked at the phone to see what time it was. And it was four and I went to the restroom and I began to just just meditate on God like saying Lord you know I know that you gave me this and I know that you gave me that but what are we doing for tomorrow or are we going I continue to ask God how how is this going to happen Lord hallelujah and then at 405 God spoke the word to me he spoke the scripture to me and I studied it just a little bit. And I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to set my clock and I'm going to get back up and I'm going to go in deep in this word. And so that's what I did at six o'clock in the morning. I had the word. I was ready. I was going deep and God changed the title. The title that I actually had is not even the title that I'm speaking to you about this morning. God switched the title. He changed it. And this is all I'm saying. Mary knew enough to ask the angel. How is this going to be done? The angel is telling her that he was sent by God to her to tell her what God said, not what the angel said, not what the people said, not what Joseph said, not what Mary thought, but what God said. And he begins to let her know. First, he said, oh, favorite one, the Lord is with you. 
but she was troubled because she didn't understand. It says she didn't discern. She couldn't figure out what type of greeting he was giving her. And the angel said, don't be afraid for you have been found favor of God and he, and you will conceive in your womb, hallelujah, and bear a son and you shall call his name, Jesus. Hallelujah. You have to understand women of God that right now, in this moment to push, before you can push anything out, you first have to be pregnant with it. Amen. Mary was getting the information that she was going to be with child. She was going to be carrying something. She was going to be carrying something that was coming from somewhere and someone greater than even herself, greater than even her husband. And she began to ponder on that. Can you think about it right now that the Lord is telling us today? The reason why I'm telling you to push hallelujah is because I'm trying to get you to understand that either you are already pregnant, you are already carrying something or that you are about to conceive something more greater than yourself. See, you've been praying over little miracles. You've been praying over little destinies. You've been praying over little opportunities. God said, I want to put something in you that's greater than what you've even expected. I want to get you pregnant with something that's bigger than you can even conceive, bigger than what you can even think of the little stuff that you've been asking me for. I've been granting unto you because of my favor for you. But he said, I want to do something bigger in you. Hallelujah. God has given Mary a son that is coming as salvation. Who's going to turn the things around from the seed of David. He said that he's going to reign and he will be king. God is letting us know this morning, women of God, that God is trying to put something greater in us. Hallelujah. Before you can push, you first got to be pregnant with something. Amen. You got to be able to conceive something. You got to be able to be willing to hold something. Amen. Look at how Mary replies. Hallelujah. Look at how Mary replies. She said after the question, after she asks, how will this be since I'm a virgin? And he begins to explain to her how the spirit, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born. Hallelujah. Then she says, she says, behold, I am a servant of the Lord. Let it be unto me according to your word. She receives the word of God. Hear me in the Holy Spirit. She receives the word of God. God is saying to us today, sometimes the reason why we can't get past step one or step two is because we don't receive his word. And the reason why we don't receive his word is not based off of his word, the the contents, but it's based off of the container. It's based off of who bring you the word if you're going to receive the word a lot. Hallelujah. It's based off of who is carrying the word if you're going to receive the word a lot. A lot of us have already rejected some things that got sent to us and we didn't receive it because it wasn't wrapped. Glory to God. It wasn't wrapped in what we thought it should be wrapped in. It didn't come the way we thought it should come. It didn't, it didn't come to us the way we pictured it in our mind. So therefore we rejected and God just moved on. But Mary says, ah, let it be unto me according to your word. The angel then departed from her. Some of us have to understand God is not, Jesus is not coming back as Jesus to talk to us right now. He has people that he uses to bring a word. Hallelujah. He has people that are carrying the word in their mouth, carrying the word in their belly, carrying the word in their heart that he sends to us. But because we reject the word based off of who's bringing it, then we end up rejecting God. You're not rejecting a person. You're rejecting the person that carried the word. You're rejecting the word. So it doesn't have anything to do with the person that was rejected, but it has everything to do with you not receiving God. Mary was open to receive God. She was open as a virgin. Think about this lady. She was open as a virgin to receive a son that wasn't even her husband's son to carry him so that he could carry us. Hallelujah. She was open to receive the word of God. Hallelujah. In her belly to carry and to protect and to nurture women. If you've never had a baby before a mother is nurturing, you're covering your baby, you're rubbing your stomach, you're talking to him, you're singing to him, you're trying to eat right. You're trying to do everything right. Women of God, the word that God has put in your heart today, I'm telling you, the 
the things that God has gifted you to carry, you have to protect it. You have to nurture your gift. If God is giving you a gift to preach, you have to nurture that preaching. You have to study the word to show yourself approved, not approved unto men, not waiting for men to call your name, but approved unto God. Hallelujah. Rightly dividing the word of truth. You get into your book. You study your word. You begin to go to God and ask him, what does this mean? And what does that mean? You have to nurture the gift that God has placed inside of you. He said, there's been some women in the city that's been pregnant too long. Hallelujah. He said, you've been pregnant too long. Pregnancy only lasts a certain time. Now it's time for you to push. Hallelujah. You may have not had the midwife that you needed in order to help you push in order to help you bear down and to, and to push this baby out, push that ministry out, push that book out, push that business out, push that church out. But I'm here today serving notice to the devil that you have no authority and no room. Hallelujah. And that we are here as midwives to help you push that opportunity out of this situation today. Push that book out today, women of God. Push that, that dream out today. We are serving notice to the enemy that we came to stand in the gap as midwives to help you bear down and push out some things that's been in you too long, to push out some things that's already developed, to push out some things that's ready to be pushed out and given birth to. Glory to God. Because what you're carrying is for a certain time. What you're carrying is coming to do greater things than that you could possibly think of. Hallelujah. Greater than you even imagine. Some of the stuff that we put our hearts to and we put our minds to are so small on, on God's scale. Hallelujah. And I thank God that my dream wasn't big enough. So he said, I'm going to take your dream and I'm going to make it bigger. I thank God that my, my destiny and what I thought of myself wasn't big enough. So God said, I'm going to make it bigger. I want to do more for you. I want to do more through you. I want to do more on a different level than you. He said, eyes have not seen, neither has ears have heard, neither has it entered in the heart of men, the things that he has in store for those that love us. Hallelujah. So it's going to be bigger. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So you have to understand when you're carrying greatness, greatness has no other choice but to come out greater. Hallelujah. When you're carrying something big, it has no choice but to get, people don't want to have big babies nowadays because when you got to have a bigger baby, you got to push harder and that baby kind of hurt. Let me tell you something. Some of the things that you've been carrying is so big. It's so amazing. It's so dynamic that yes, it's going to hurt. Yes, some of the things that you have to go through is going to be disappointing. Yes, some of the things that you have to go through is going to be heartbreaking. Yes, some of the things that you have to go through is going to hurt your feelings. Yes, the people are going to talk about you. Yes, they're going to lie on you. Yes, they're going to deceive you. Yes, they're going to betray you. But if you just bear down and push, hallelujah, women of God, if you would just bear down, hold your head up and just push that birth, birth that baby out of you, that, that gift that God has given you, hallelujah, the things that it has in store for that gift that you're carrying. God has a plan for what we're carrying. God has a purpose for what we're carrying. God has a vision and an opportunity. He has an, a set appointment for what we're carrying. But because some of us been pregnant too long, hallelujah, some of us don't have not even nurtured the baby. You said that you was called to preach and you ain't preached not one time. You said that you was called to sing and you just won't even come out and sing. You said that you was called to usher, but you acting all kind of ugly in the face, not greeting people. You said that you were called. You said that God told you that this is who you would become. Well, I serve the devil. Notice that he cannot have none of my sisters today. Hallelujah. God holds us close in his hand and even closer in his heart. And so we have to understand that we're all in this together, women of God. We are all in this together. Hallelujah. How do I know that we are all in this together? Because if you go back and read the beginning of Luke, hallelujah, chapter one, when you go back and read the beginning scriptures, chapter one, it talks about Elizabeth that was pregnant. It talks about where the angel of God visited the uh, temple and where Zechariah was making the atonement inside of the holiest of holy place where the incense were being born, burned. It talked about glory to God. It says that in the days of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah of the division of Abijah. Now, this is where he, the angel of the Lord appears to the priest and lets him know that his wife will be carrying a child too. Hallelujah. His wife will be carrying a son. This is John the Baptist's father. Hallelujah. The, the miracle in this birth, the miracle in this conception, the miracle in this pregnancy was the fact that his wife was 
was bearing. She was without child and because she didn't, she hadn't produced a baby. She wasn't able to carry. The bearing means not producing or consider, and, and people that were not producing back in those days was considered a disgrace. They were incapable of producing a baby. She was a bearing woman, but her husband, as he went, and now in, back in these days, what I, what I studied was that during this time, the priests, they would work in the temple of God and they would make atonement for the people of God. And so their atonement will have to be praying on behalf of the people, but somewhere, hallelujah, somewhere in there, Zechariah had enough sense to not just pray for the people, but to pray for his own household. Hallelujah. Zechariah had enough sense to pray for his own lack, his own wife, his own wife's situation, his own situation. They said that she was bearing, but the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said that he would also have a child. Amen. We're not going to get into the depths of what happened to Zechariah, but we'll go into what happened with Elizabeth and Mary. Amen. And so we have Elizabeth pregnant and we have Elizabeth during the time that the angel comes to visit Mary. Elizabeth is six months. Look at the sixes in this story. You have Elizabeth that's six months pregnant. You have Mary that the angel comes to in the sixth month. The number six is the number of man. Hallelujah. The number of man, the number of man, because man was created on the sixth day. Number six means that, um, is a human number. Hallelujah. And so now you have Elizabeth who is in her six months. You have Mary who sees the angel in the six month ladies. <laughs> what is today's date? Today is June. We are in the sixth month. Hallelujah. So I'm letting you know right now, I'm letting you know right now in this sixth month on this 22nd day, glory to your name, God, this sixth month on this 22nd day, the Lord is saying to us that he has put something inside you greater than you could even imagine. The Lord is saying that he has been putting something inside you, that you are pregnant with opportunities, that you are pregnant with purpose, that you are pregnant with power, that you are pregnant with provision, that you are pregnant on purpose. See, this is not an accidental pregnancy. This is not one of those uh, pregnancies that you didn't plan for. This is something that God had already planned for us. He said, I knew you even before you were formed in your mother's womb. He already planned it out. He said, I am alpha and omega. I know I am the beginning and the end. God has already planned it out for us. So this is a planned pregnancy, women of God. This is a pregnancy that he already had written way before that he wrote you in. Glory, hallelujah. And so now we have Mary in the sixth month hearing from the angel. We have Elizabeth who's six months pregnant by the time the angel gets to Mary. Amen. And that six represents the human number. It's the number of man. It's the number of man. It's the number of man. Women, we are pregnant on purpose. We are pregnant for a purpose. Now, let me explain to you the angel coming from Jesus, from, from God, the angel coming from God, to Mary, that's letting Mary know that she was pregnant with purpose because he tells her, he tells her, he says, he will be great and will be called the son of the most high and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and his end of his kingdom. There will be no end that is pregnant with purpose. Jesus was coming with a purpose. He was purposely coming. He was not coming on accident. He was coming to redeem. He was coming to save. He was coming to set free, set at liberty. He was coming for an opportunity. She was pregnant with purpose on purpose. This is not an accidental pregnancy. And lady, the things that you are carrying even today is not by accident. It's not by accident that you've been going through what you've been going through. It's not by accident that you've been hearing the things that you've been hearing. It's not by accident that you've had the dreams and the visions that you have already had. It's not by accident that you felt this way, hallelujah, about what God is doing in your life. It's not by accident that you've been given these opportunities and people have been calling you to do different things in your gifted area. It's not by accident and it's planned and it was on purpose for a greater purpose. Amen. It's a greater purpose. And then the second point I want to make is that she was pregnant, not just with purpose, but she was pregnant with power. How do we know she was pregnant with power? She was pregnant with power because the angel says 
to her, the Holy Spirit will come up on you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. Hallelujah. And will be called holy. Now, when the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, is going to come up on her, Jesus had all power. We know that he has all power, right? So she's pregnant with power. Lady, let me tell you something about the gifts that God has secretly hidden inside of each and every one of us. Do you understand that the gift that you have in you has the power to become greater than even you outside of you? This is why the enemy, glory to your name, thank you, God. This is why the enemy doesn't want you to, number one, recognize that there's something greater inside of you. This is why the enemy doesn't want you to understand that you are pregnant on purpose. This is why the enemy doesn't want you to push that baby out because he knows that once that gift comes out of you, that it will be greater on the outside of you than it was inside of you. Hallelujah. That the purpose that is coming to fulfill, that the word that is coming to fulfill, that the practice that is coming to fulfill is going to be greater when you give birth to that. That's why he doesn't want you to push. That's why he wants you to abort the assignment. That's why the women of God run from the call of God. That's why they run and say, it's not me. Maybe I'm thinking this is just me doing this for myself. That's why he wants you to run. He wants you to abort the gifts that's inside of you. Hallelujah. But we cancel out spiritual abortion and we shall give birth to the gifts that God has placed inside of us. We shall push this baby out of us by any means necessary. Hallelujah. So you have to understand that the enemy is crafty and he's, he's tricky and he's, and he's clever. Me and my best friend was talking on a ride over here and she said, the enemy has to do new things because the world is constantly evolving. We're constantly doing something different. And, and so the enemy has to come in a different way. He can't come in the old way that he used to come long time ago. He has to come different. So as the world evolves, he's evolving with his craftiness. He's evolving with his schemes. He's evolving with his plots. But you have to understand that because you have purpose and because you have power, that you're able to do anything, hallelujah, through Christ Jesus that you need to do in order to sustain, in order to endure, in order to give birth to the purpose that's hidden on the inside of you. Thank you, God. Because see, when God hid that baby, when God hid that baby inside of a virgin, who would suspect a virgin to be carrying greatness? You would look for an average woman, a woman with kids or a woman that have had 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 a husband that already married to a husband to have Jesus Christ. But he said, no, I'm going to put this inside a place where you couldn't even imagine. See, God has hidden some things inside of people that you don't even imagine is carrying his word right now. God is hidden his word inside some women of God right now that you walk past every Sunday in the church. Hallelujah. God is hidden some word in, in some of the women of God that you walk past every day in the stores. Hallelujah. God has hidden his word. See, he doesn't have to announce his word to be big and announce his word to be mighty. He doesn't have to put jewels and pearls and all kind of flashy things on his word. No, he tucked it away in a virgin where you wouldn't even look for it. You would at least expect the word of God. Hallelujah. The son of God to be hidden inside of a virgin woman. So women of God, I'm telling you, the ones that have been overlooked, the ones that have been left out, the ones that have been abandoned, the ones that have been betrayed, the ones that have been mistreated, the ones that have been used, God has hidden something in you. And the reason why he hid it in you is because no one suspects that you would even have it. Hallelujah. No one doesn't even know that you are carrying something great inside of you. Yeah, let them keep walking past you. Let them keep overlooking you. Let them keep calling on other people because something great is about to be pushed out of you. Something great is about to come forth in the name of Jesus. I decree it and I declare it over every woman of God that is tuned into this show today that has come for this word because this word was for you. Hallelujah. This word was especially waited on for you. Hallelujah. God gave this word for you. I need you to see you in this. God is talking exactly and directly and specifically to you. You know that you've heard God. You know that you're carrying something, but you keep doubting what you have on the inside of you. You know that God is moving in your life, but you keep doubting because they keep using the same people. They keep calling the same people. They keep requesting the same people. So you're sitting there questioning, Lord, is it me? Did I call myself? Did I think that this is something that I have and I really don't have? God is saying, I'm talking to you, daughter, today. I tuck my word in you and I hid it in you because they didn't suspect you and they keep walking past you and, and they don't think that you're carrying anything, but I put it there anyway and I put it for an appointed time and it's time to push, ladies. It's, it's time to push the baby out. It's time to give birth to purpose. It's time to give birth to power. Hallelujah. It's time to give birth to presence. It's time to give birth to, to opportunities right now in the name of Jesus. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to your name. So Mary, she goes on to visit. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, oh God. Hallelujah. She goes on to visit Elizabeth. Huh? Uh, glory to God. We're still dealing with the pregnant with power. She goes on to visit Elizabeth. And in verse 39, it says, In those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country and to a town in Judea. And she entered into the house of Zechariah and, and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb, in Elizabeth's womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And, and she exclaimed with a loud cry, blessed are you woman of God. Hallelujah. Blessed are you among women is what she said. And blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is it this granted unto me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, huh? when the sound of your greeting came to my ear, the baby in my womb leaped. Women of God, let me explain something to you. Glory to your name. When you talk to another woman of God, it should ignite something on the inside of her. It should inspire something on the inside of her. It should wake up something on the inside of her. It should make the gifts that's inside your sisters in Christ leap. Hallelujah. She, when she hears your greeting, when she sees you see the problem right now in the churches is that we hugging and, and loving on people that we really don't care about, that we really don't love, that we really don't like. And the reason why I don't feel nothing from you. Ain't nothing leaping in me because I know you really don't like me. Hallelujah. But you have to know that anytime that you speaking to or speaking at or speaking with a woman of God, something in you should be so powerful. Something in you should be so filled with the presence and the power of God that it'll cause the next woman to leap with joy at just your greeting. See, they didn't say that Mary preached to her. It didn't say that Mary began to teach a lesson. It said that she greeted her and because of your greeting she said my baby leaped hallelujah this word today should make every woman that's pregnant with purpose it should make your baby you should be feeling excited like I'm feeling right about now you should feel the presence of God in your room in your car in your bathroom and in, in your living room wherever you are you should feel the power and the presence of God leaping in your spirit because God is talking to you let your baby leap hallelujah let your baby feel the joy of the Lord let your baby be filled hallelujah you should be filled with the Holy Spirit in order to feel the Spirit of God on the inside of you. Hallelujah. She said, and blessed, hallelujah, blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. See, Elizabeth was saying, thank you, glory to your name. Thank you for believing the angel when he came to you and told you that you would be carrying Jesus, who I know is the Lord. She said, blessed, Hallelujah. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord because Mary believed, because Mary believed the angel that was sent by God. She was able to fulfill, to help fulfill the purpose of God. Ladies, if you would just only believe, if you will only believe that God said to you that this is what you will become, if you will only believe the angel that already spoke it over you, I'm not here to give you any type of revelation. I'm here to confirm what God has already spoken to you about. I haven't heard your conversations with the Lord, but I have heard the Lord in this conversation saying, yes, I'm talking to my daughters. Hallelujah. And yes, you need to know that it was me that came and spoke to you at night. Hallelujah. That it was me that came and spoke to you when you thought that I forgot about you. Hallelujah. It was me that came and spoke to you and told you that you would be this, that you would go here and that you would become. It was me. And I'm just here to confirm the word of the Lord for you today. He's already revealed to you what you have inside of you. He's already revealed. See, one thing I love about the angel is that he didn't just tell, uh, he didn't just tell Mary that she was just going to be pregnant. He didn't just say, you're going to just be pregnant. He said, no, you're going to be pregnant with a son. Ah, glory to your name. God makes it specific. When he begins to tell us what's inside of us, he begins to tell us you are pregnant. He told me long time ago, you are pregnant with a women's ministry. You are pregnant. Hallelujah. You are pregnant with the women's ministry and you shall, you shall minister to women. Hallelujah. And I kept saying, Lord, how, how will I minister to women? Cause women don't really like me. And I'm just keeping it real with y'all women. They talk about me, Lord, how can I minister to women? And God said, because it's going to be the Holy spirit It's not going to be in your natural mind. It's not going to be in your 
flesh that you'll be able to do it. But if you let me speak, then I'll speak through you. All you got to do is show up. Just show up at 11 o'clock at the radio station. Tell them power up the mics and I'm going to speak through you no matter what. You ain't got to worry about who like it and who's listening. You just got to know that you are being obedient to my voice and that you will allow me to have an 11 o'clock show on this anointed radio station that I may get the glory out of your life. And therefore, I followed my steps in obedience to God to say, Lord, you you speaking. And if we not going tomorrow, Lord, then I'm going to stay in and sleep in bed. But God is so faithful, women of God. I'm here to tell you that God is a faithful God. He's a willing God. He's a loving God. He's a forgiving God. And God has something great pregnant in you. Glory to your name, Jesus. Glory to your name, Jesus. Glory to your name, Jesus. Glory to your name. And then the third point I want to make to you. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to your name, God. Glory. The third point I want to make to you is that she was pregnant. So the first point is she was pregnant with purpose. She was pregnant with power and she was pregnant with praise. How do you know that she was pregnant with praise? Well, if you keep reading women of God, Mary song of praise, it says it's the magnificent hallelujah. And Mary said, this is after Elizabeth said, blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my savior, for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant for behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed for he who is mighty has done great things for me and holy is his name and his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arms. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich has sent away empty. Hallelujah. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. And he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his offsprings forever. And it said, Mary remained with Elizabeth for about three months before she returned home. This was called the song, Mary's song of praise. So not only was Mary pregnant with purpose, not only was she pregnant with power, but she was also pregnant with praise. Women of God, if you can just get a praise through hallelujah, you have no idea what your praise can activate. You have no idea what your praise would tear down. You have no idea what your praise would stop. Hallelujah. You have no idea what your praise would bring forth. You have no idea what your praise will reveal. You have no idea what your praise would do. Hallelujah. If you can just get a praise through to God, hallelujah, I dare you to begin to praise God even where you are. I dare you to give him the highest praise. Hallelujah. I dare you to make up a own, your own song in your heart. Hallelujah. I dare you to begin to exalt the Lord. I dare you. The, the, the cliche is when praises go up, hallelujah, blessings come down. So I dare you to begin to play to praise. Hallelujah. The title of the lesson is push. It says praise until something happens. Hallelujah. Sometimes you got to remain in a praise state. Hallelujah. You got to praise him in the hall before the door opens. Hallelujah. You got to praise no matter what it looks like. You got to praise even after you get that doctor's report. You got to praise God even when you, your, your enemy and your family turn their back on you. You got to praise. You got to praise God when you don't feel like praising God. You got to praise him. Hallelujah. Even when you're tired. You got to praise him when you're sick. Hallelujah. You got to praise him when you lose that job. You got to praise him when you lose that husband. You got to praise him in the name of Jesus when your finances are low. You got to praise him. Hallelujah. When your boss is acting a fool. You got to praise him when your wife is cutting up. You got to praise him. Hallelujah. I dare you to give him a praise. Mary was pregnant with purpose. She was pregnant with power, but she was pregnant with praise. She knew exactly when to let a song come out of her heart. Hallelujah. God began to show me this morning. She said, he said, isn't it amazing? He said, isn't it amazing that before she gave birth to a son,
son. She gave birth to a song. Hallelujah. Before you give birth to anything that you have inside of you, I dare you to give birth to a song. Hallelujah. Put a song on your heart today and give birth to it for the Lord. Begin to tell him how mighty, how magnificent, how great you are. Our God is an awesome God. Hallelujah. He reigns above all. Hallelujah. He is the only God. He is the only wise God. Our Father, our Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, the Lord that came. Hallelujah. Thank you, oh God. I dare you to praise God. Praise is contagious. Praise will bring out situations. Praise will bring your child out. Hallelujah. Praise will bring your daughter through. Hallelujah. Praise. I dare you to praise God even in your circumstances right now. Somebody got to go tuck away somewhere and get your praise on. You may have to just leave your job for a second like I do and go get in your car and shut the doors. Hallelujah. And just give God a praise. You may have to just walk out the grocery store right now because they're not going to understand why you listening to this radio station and it's got your hands lifted in the air. Who are you listening to and who are you talking to? Let them know that it's the Lord that has visited me today. He sent an angel to speak to me on today. He reminded me that I was pregnant with something greater than myself and I owe God a praise. Hallelujah. I heard the voice of the Lord today and my spirit leaped. Hallelujah. My baby jumped. My gift jumped. My book jumped and reminded me that I was writing. My ministry jumped and reminded me that I had a vision. Hallelujah. Where are you daughters of Christ? Where are you daughters? Where are the pregnant daughters of Christ? I dare you to begin to give God the ultimate praise right now in the name of Jesus. Praise him like you done lost your mind. Sometimes you got to praise God. Remember that undignified praise that we used to do in the church where you didn't care if your makeup ran. You didn't care if your wig fell off. You didn't care if you came out your shoes. The undignified praise. The praise that is not programming. The praise that is not robotic. The praise that is not primed and preemed. Hallelujah. The praise that you know because God is so great that you can praise him. Hallelujah. Praise him in the sanctuary. Praise him in the sanctuary of your mind. Praise him in the sanctuary of your heart. Praise him in the noonday. Praise him in the morning. Praise him in the midnight. Hallelujah. Praise him on your sick bed. Praise him. Hallelujah. With pains in your body. Praise him with your headache. Praise him with your backache. Praise him with arthritis. Cancer. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter. Give God the praise. Praise will remove the diseases. Praise will remove the pain. Praise will move the sickness. Hallelujah. When praises go up, blessings will come down. I dare you to praise God on today. Hallelujah. I dare you to understand that you were pregnant with something greater than yourself. I dare you to get this word in your spirit that you would know that the Lord has spoken to us in this sixth month that he has given us a word. Hallelujah. On today that told us to push, to keep going, to push. Hallelujah. To bear down, to hold on, to give birth to everything that he has put inside of us. Glory to your name, God. Glory to your name, God. So I want to leave you with this. As I pray out, I want to leave you with this song. And I want you to listen to this whole song before you get off of this radio station. Hallelujah. But let me just pray for you, God. I thank you right now in the name of Jesus for every person that came listening, Lord God, that came listening for your voice, Lord God, not mine. And I thank you, Lord God, that you showed up and that you showed out again, oh God. I give you all the glory and the praise and the honor, Lord God. I pray for every sister and brother that is listening under the sound of my voice. And I decree and declare, Lord God, that we shall push, hallelujah, on today until we give birth to purpose, hallelujah, birth to power. Lord God, but before we give birth, hallelujah, to anything, we will birth out a song of praise for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Listen to this song. Hallelujah. Bless you, and I'll see you and hear you and, and be with you back next week on our anointed radio network for And She Shall Be Called Woman. God bless you all, and God keep you in this day. Amen.
My hands look new. My life is free. My heart is pure. I've been redeemed. Oh, yeah. See, I've seen his face. Now we can say. Now we can say. 